Chapter 2. Searching for Answers The case files for Joan's father's murder were closed soon after Ansel was sentenced to life in prison, and they've been kept in confidence for the past 75 years. All her life, Joan has relied on newspaper archives and second-hand accounts from her older siblings for any information about the case. But in January 2016, the Public Records Office of Victoria released the murder file, and the ABC published an extract online, a quote from a police inspector describing Joan's mother Dorothy as a woman of low morality, almost as if pointing the finger to her for the murder. Joan immediately wanted to see the files and examine some of her own suspicions about the murder. The biggest of all, was the killer acting alone, or was her mother behind the plot in a bid to free herself from her husband? Joan allowed me to come with her to the Public Records Office of Victoria in North Melbourne, along with her daughter Karen, to view the files for the first time. Um, all right, well, I might get you guys all to sign in, yep, so I'll sure. take you into so here at the Public Records Office of Victoria, uh, Joan, you've travelled in from Castlemaine to discover a little bit more about your mother's past. What are you expecting to find? Well, I have seen quite a few pieces from um, the papers those years ago, but of course it was limited. And because I've written a book um, about the results of a murder on my life, um, the more I know about um, my mother's involvement... Um, the more it'll be clearer to me as to what her side of the story is and what transpired exactly. Are you at all worried about what you might find when there are reasons why these files have been kept hidden for so long? Well, I'm expecting um, that I'll have a reaction, but which reaction I don't know because emotions are funny things. I mean, you can think you're together and then... And I'll be shown a photo, and it has happened to me recently. I burst into tears. Well, let's see what they do. Exactly. Um, so we're at Public Record Office Victoria, and I'm Jack Martin, Coordinator Collection Management here at Prov. And what we're about to look at is what co- what's called a um, capital sentence file. So we no longer have capital punishment in Victoria, but when we did, um, once the sentence was passed, there was always the opportunity for that sentence to be reviewed. Um, and it was reviewed by Cabinet, and then eventually and ultimately the Governor has the decision, but usually on the basis of that recommendation. So these papers are a compilation of all of the evidence that would be the basis for that decision. So it could be anything from specific evidence that was provided during the case, psychologist report, any other statement that's given about the for example, the character of the, the person who's been sentenced. The file itself, I'm looking at it here, is about a centimetre thick. So Joan should expect to find a lot of detail probably about the man who murdered, murdered her father and potentially also about her mother? Um, yeah, potentially. I mean, there's quite a few papers in there. There's got to be, I guess, 60 or 70 papers in there. Why, why have these records been closed for 75 years? Just like the records of the trial itself... There are many, many individuals that are named in there that have nothing to do with the case. So there's um, within the Public Records Act, there's the provision to close records for a period if they contain personal and private information. And when the records are to do with adults, that person's going to be quite old by the time the record becomes open, assuming even if they were a very young adult at the time when the events occurred. So most of the people who are involved are going to be very old or deceased by the time the record becomes open. 
Well, Joan, you're one of the people who will no doubt be affected by it. Do you want to start reading them? Can you tell me what you're reading, Joan? Just uh, Morris Ansell um, sentenced to death for the murder of Alfred Thomas at, at the Supreme Court in Melbourne on the 15th of February 1940. Yes. Um, you right? Yeah, I'm fine. Can so... From my inquiries, Mrs Atherton is a woman of very low morality and is really a bad type of woman. Well, that's not really a lovely thing to read about your mother, is it? Mm. That was the that was the line I think mm. you read when you first Well, I burst into tears, yes, yes, I did. When these files were released mm. and published on the ABC. Mm. Well, the reason was because the family that I was allocated to, I was separated from my brothers and sisters and I was placed with a great uncle and his wife and um, who decided, because I was a feisty little redhead with a bit of spirit, that I had the bad blood of my mother. And uh, as she said to my grandmother, I'll see, see that this one turns out right. So she applied that discipline with a leather strap for a good part of my younger tender years. So You notice this is an official Victoria Police report that you're right. reading it from. And the further back you go, the more judgmental you'll see the language. Mm. And... We've seen it in records of um, prisoners where, like, children that have been abused, accused of the same thing, having low morality or something like that. But, yeah, it's it's absolutely a um, an artefact of the time that individuals saw fit to pass judgment on whatever basis. Or um, on the women who didn't commit the murder, despite yeah, what... in particular, yeah. You, s- you see the um, women, minorities, children... Yeah, it's um, just a totally out of character with what we'd expect today. So really, like, opening up these records 75 years on is kind of unlocking a, a lot of times really dark parts of our past, just culturally and legally, socially. I agree, yeah. 